chapter 14. Acts chapter 14, and look at verse 19. Acts chapter 14, we looked at this last week. Uh, We've been talking about marks of a Christian. What are the marks of a Christian? We talked about patience. We talked about generosity. We talked about loyalty. And tonight we're going to talk about courage. Again, we could, I could spend a a couple more months uh, of what marks that Christians should have. Um, Hopefully we have those three. And if we don't, hopefully we're working on it. We're we're trying to uh, show the world, hey, listen, uh, there are some things as Christians we ought to have. There are some marks, so so to speak, on our bodies that we should have that those around us, uh, those outside of these walls here that should see. And we're going to look at courage Tonight, Acts chapter 14, and look at verse 19. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people, having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came to the city. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby, and when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch. We, we talked about this already. Here Paul was in the city, uh, was preaching the gospel, and the, the people of that city decided, hey, I'm going to stone him. And we talked about, uh, probably mentioned it, or you, you thought, wow, what great courage did Paul have after they stoned him to go back to that city? Again, I don't know if I would have. They just, they just didn't go back to the city. They went back to the city and healed a man. Man. Then they were, they were made gods. They said, hey, man, there's something unique about these. Let's make them gods. And they made them gods. But here, uh, courage. Let's get back to, hey, we live in a, a world that's getting worse and worse. And sometimes if we look at the world, we don't want to do anything. There's very little. I'm too scared of what they may say. And, and some of you are are. are Hey, I don't care what they say. I'm going to do it. I know, uh, especially when I was younger, I cared more about what someone said about me. I cared more at what they thought about me. Uh, But in the end, it doesn't matter. Why? Because we're doing that, that which God wants us to do. That which God tells us to do. And here Paul shows courage here uh, after being stoned. Go to Acts chapter 25. Paul, again, showing courage. Acts chapter 25, look at uh, the first four verses. Acts chapter 25, verse 1. Now when Festus was come into the province, after three days he ascended from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul and besought him and desired favor against him that he would send for him to Jerusalem, laying wait in the way to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea and and that he himself 
would depart shortly uh, uh, thither. Paul, instead of fighting his way out of prison, proclaims Christ. And I don't know, I think I have the wrong verse. It's probably supposed to be chapter 26. That is correct. <clears throat> what one number will do, uh, Acts chapter 26, let's read. I knew that didn't look or sound familiar, but I wrote it down. It must be correct. Um, look at verse tw chapter 26. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth his hand and answered for himself, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews, especially because I know thee to be expert in all customs and questions which are among the Jews. Wherefore, I beseech thee to hear me patiently. My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nation at Jerusalem, know all the Jews here. Uh, uh, Paul, instead of fighting his way, and probably had a, a very good reason to say, hey, I shouldn't be here. I'm going to get out of this place. He proclaims Christ. He proclaims Christ. And then if we look down at verse 28, because of this courage, hey, I'm just going to preach the gospel wherever. Verse 28, then Agrippa said unto Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds here. Paul preached Christ in prison. Uh, after, listen, I, I wouldn't do that maybe. Maybe that's, that's me. Probably not preaching Christ. Too scared of what someone might say. Too scared of what someone might do. But it takes courage. It took some real courage for Paul to stand before this hostile group and proclaim the one that they hated. Courage. So we see the courage from Paul. We see courage from John the Baptist. Go back to Mark chapter 6. John the Baptist had some guts, probably. I, I wish I had. Mark chapter 6, look at verse 14. John the Baptist is beheaded. But he's beheaded for, look at verse 14, and King Herod heard of him and his name was spread abroad and he said that John the Baptist was risen from the dead and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Others, others said, oh sorry, I'm in the wrong chapter. No, I, I'm not, sorry. Uh, chapter six, yeah. Uh, others said that it is Elias. Others said that it is a prophet or as one of the prophets. But when Herod heard thereof, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. Why was John the Baptist uh, beheaded? Because he had some courage to go uh, and, and tell the king, hey, listen, you're living in sin. He didn't tell this to his friend. He didn't tell this to um, his brother. He didn't tell it to 
uh, some random guy. No, he told it to the king. Now, I don't know what he thought might happen if he told the king uh, that the king, what the king was doing was wrong. I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but he didn't care, obviously. Said, hey, what you're doing, king, is wrong. And he was beheaded, beheaded. Courage. And what do we do? And what do I do? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? I can't do this. I don't know how to live for Christ. But John the Baptist does. See, he does it uh, even to the greatest. He says, I don't care what you're doing is wrong. I'm going to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Uh, go to the Old Testament, Numbers chapter 13. Sometimes it might be easier to stand up against or to show courage against those that you don't necessarily know. And sometimes it's hard, but Numbers chapter 13 We see two people show courage. Here, we know the story. We know the song. The Israelites were to choose 12 men to go spy out the land. Spy out the land. And they sent 12 men to Canaan to spy out the land. And Ten brought back a bad report, and two brought back a good report. And you say, oh, man, there was two of them. I don't know if it's easier amongst your peers to show courage, but they did. They said, hey, listen, uh, 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 we're not, I don't know what you thought about uh, uh, the land, but we can take them. Don't listen to the other 10. I know the other 10 said we can't, but we, uh, Caleb and Joshua said, no, no, we can. We can. And to show courage in front of their peers, which isn't always the easiest. And I know as a teenager, it was difficult. There were always those, those few t- the classmates of mine that were, that were doing wrong. And guess what I would do sometime? crumble in fear, and just pretend I didn't see it happen. But Caleb and Joshua, people they knew, the the other ten, no doubt they knew who they were. They had spent some time traveling to see the land, said, listen, we don't care. We can, we can take this land that God has promised for us. Those are some examples of courage. And, and again, we, uh, I love looking at examples. Sometimes it gives me an extra juice. Oh, yeah, if they can do it, I can do it. There's a need, the need of courage. The need of courage. Go to Genesis chapter 6. The need of courage. The need of courage when in the minority. If I were to assume today, I I would assume that Christianity uh, today is in the minority amongst the world. It's in the minority. Genesis chapter 6, here Noah and his family versus the world. Versus the people around him. And Noah has to build an ark. 
and he has to proclaim that it's going to rain. I don't know how easy it was for Noah. No doubt he was mocked. No doubt he was made fun of. But Noah says, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to have courage, although he doesn't say that. He, he has courage because he does what he's supposed to do, even though everybody around him said, said no, made fun of him. Verse 8 of chapter 6, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hey, I'm in the minority, but it doesn't matter because God told me to build this ark. God told me it's going to rain, so I'm going to do it. The whole world. In the verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 1, and the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for I have seen righteous before my eyes, but, I'm sorry, righteous before me in this generation. Uh, Noah went in the minority. His family, Noah, Mrs. Noah, and Noah's three kids versus the world. Even when you're in the minority, you need courage. Even more so. The need of courage when facing temptation. It's easy to give in. It is. We, we probably gave in to sin this week, and it was so much easier. I'll just do whatever. Go to Genesis chapter 39. The need of courage when facing temptation. We need courage. Genesis 39, verse 6. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not he had saved the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a godly, a goodly person and well-favored. And it came to pass... After these things, that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master uh, wotteth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither Hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife? How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Joseph needed courage. He needed courage to just say, I can't give in. It would have been easier for Joseph just to get in, give in, right? Would have. Oh, yeah, sure. But he needed courage, and he had courage to say no. No, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to partake of this sin. <clears throat> we need courage when facing temptation. We face it every day. And sometimes we give in. Sometimes we need a little more courage to say no. No, when facing temptation, we need courage to keep going. Deuteronomy chapter 31. To keep going. Moses is come to the end of his life. And he's talking to the future generation, those that'll be there after him. And he's, 
He's going to tell him, he's going to tell them some. Look at verse 1 of, of Deuteronomy chapter 31. And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. And he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day, and I can go, and I can no more go out and come in. Also the Lord hath said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. The Lord thy God, he will go over before thee, and he will destroy these nations from before thee, and thou shalt possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee as the Lord hath said. And the Lord shall do unto them as, as he did to Sion and to Og, the king of, of the Amorites, unto the land of them whom he destroyed. And the Lord shall give them uh, up before your face, that ye may do unto them according unto all the commandments which I have commanded you. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not. Nor be afraid of them, for the Lord thy God, he is, he it is that doeth, uh, that doeth, doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him, in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of a good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit, to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, nor neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Hey, listen, you need courage to keep going. It's easier to just quit and to sit on the sideline. I'm done. Whew, man, it's a lot easier to do that. But we have to keep going. As, as long as we're here, we have to. We have to. They're, 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 Moses uh, commands, he gives a, a challenge to Joshua and the people. Hey, God will be with you. You can do this. And we have to. We have to have the courage to just keep going and keep going. And there are going to be times, no doubt, uh, maybe there have been, that we just wanted to uh, give up. We just wanted to sit on the sideline. I I'm done. I'm just exhausted. But no, keep going. 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 tells us that, that the world will wax worse and worse, and now is not the time to just sit down. Now is that time to have some courage and say, hey, listen, uh, it's getting worse, but I'm still going to proclaim Christ. I'm still going to stand up for what is right. It's not easy to stand for what is right. I went to public school up to the fifth grade. Don't really remember much of it. It's not easy. It's not easy to stand for what's right probably at your workplace. It's not easy to stand for what's right. It's probably not easy uh, to do it outside wherever you go, but we have to. And sometimes it takes courage. And, and sometimes all it takes is one person. I, I will, if you will, will uh, stand in for what is right, if you have the courage, guess what? Someone else will. Oh, man, he's doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll stand with him. And then someone else says, no, 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 I'll stand with him. And before you know it, we have a, a group that is standing with courage for the things uh, of God. 
for that which is right. But how do we obtain courage? Where does courage come from? Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Familiar verse. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. Courage comes from Christ. You're not going to have the courage to stand for Christ if he's not with you. It comes from him. Hey, I can do that. I can stand when everybody else isn't. I can stand when they're coming after me because I can do all things through Christ. Courage comes from Christ. Obtaining courage comes when you're having when you have faith in your cause. 1 Samuel 17. Familiar passage. Does David stand if he doesn't believe what he's doing is right? Go back there. 1 Samuel 17. Does David stand uh, before Goliath? Does he defeat Goliath if he doesn't have courage? If he doesn't have faith in his cause? 1 Samuel 17, look at verse 23. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, uh, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and he spake according to the same words, and David heard them. Okay, David heard what he said. Okay, he said what? That's what he said? And then look at verse 29. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason? We should do something to this man. Be, did you hear what he said? He's not supposed to say that. He shouldn't say that. Then look at verse 37. And David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine." Why could David say? Because there was a cause, there was a reason why he could stand before Goliath and say, I'm going to defeat you. I'm going to kill you. Having faith in your cause. If you really don't believe this book, you won't have courage to stand for it. Listen, there are, there are groups today that people will stand for and they really believe it. And and we can't, but they're going to mock me, but they're going to, and those are, guess what? Those are the same things that run through my head, that the devil gives in my head. You can't do that. They're just going to make fun of you, Pastor Brent. They're going to laugh at you. Obtaining courage is having faith in your cause, but it's also having hope for the future. I can proclaim this anywhere I want, because there's a future ahead. There, I, I, there's hope for the future. Uh, there's some lost people that, that are going to die and go to hell. And, and I can proclaim the gospel. I, I can tell anybody about Christ. Why? Because there's hope for them. 
for the future. Uh, uh, there is a future. And they could either spend eternity in hell or they could spend eternity in heaven. Hey, there's hope for the future. And you can obtain knowing that, hey, listen, one day I'm going to meet my Savior. And what is he going to say about me? Uh, what I did with this book, there's a future. I better proclaim it. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter to whom. Courage. We all want courage. But sometimes we don't have it like we should. My kids don't like when the lights go out. The other day, Braden needed to get something from the van. And he just, Daddy, can you go with me? It's dark outside. No, son, you can go outside. No, he doesn't want to go outside. Because daddy's not there. So I said, I'll stand at the door. And he said, daddy, don't close the door. Don't close the door. Because if I close the door, I'll be able to hear him screaming outside. Uh, just closing the door makes a difference. I, I, but he said, daddy, don't close the door. And he'll, he'll take a few steps and he'll look and make sure that door's still open. Yes, son, I'm still here. The door's open. But it's because I'm there is why he's willing to go. I don't have to go all the way out there. Just knowing that daddy's there and he'll have courage to do something he wouldn't. And listen, we got a heavenly father that will go with us. Now, we, 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 sometimes we have to go further, but he's always there. He's willing to help us. And, and knowing that he's always there, guess what? I'll have courage to do something that I wouldn't normally do. And my son has courage to go to the car even when he's scared of the dark because he knows that I'm there or that I'm nearby. And we can have courage knowing because he's there. We might have to go a little further on our own, but he's always there. Courage. Is that a mark that you have? Is that a mark? that the outside world sees. Hey, man, these Christians uh, at, at Loomis Park, man, they have courage. Man, uh, they were sharing the gospel. They were talking Bible stuff to me while I was at work. Now, if, you're supposed, if you can do that, do that. But if you can't, don't. Um, but they were, man, they've got courage. Do you have courage so the outside world, but do you have courage so your neighbor, so that other Christians can see Again, we can, we can uh, put a show on for the outside world, but we know each other. Guess what? Sometimes, even as Christians, we're fearful. I, wasn't, I did not like, when I was a teenager, knocking on someone's door and talking to them. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But I could go with someone that liked it a little more or it was easier for them. And guess what? I got a little, a little more courage. We can't put on a show for people that we know. Do we have that mark? Do we have that mark of courage? Marks of a Christian. Patience. Got patience? Patience like you're supposed to. Are you generous more than just with your money? Are you loyal? Are you loyal? 
And then do you have courage? I appreciate the opportunity of being uh, here on Wednesday, not downstairs with a, a different crowd, a better crowd, a crowd that listens a little more. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to being upstairs. Uh, yeah. What was I going to preach? I, I didn't know at the time, but I'm glad I took time. It was beneficial for me. Um, again, I'm, I, this is my life. I work at a church, and yes, I'm preaching to you, but yes, I'm preaching to me because I need help with those also. Why don't you take out your prayer list?